64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Hello, and happy day. How does slowing down sound to you today? Would you like to reduce the noise for just a bit? Are you ready to make a choice and decide to listen? My name is Igor SF Walker, and I'm here to remind people to slow down, to reduce the noise, walk their lives into a natural flow. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. And today we look at The Mastery of Self, a Toltec Guide to Personal Freedom by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. <clears throat> In this video we look at self-mastery, a 2,500-year-old instruction to know thyself in the context of his Toltec ancestry. The message conveys exactly this and much, much more. It represents ancient wisdom in one way and helps us to apply this timeless truth of know thyself in our everyday lives. Understanding the teachings is the first step, but applying them is what makes you a master. Stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools that I do have and use that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management. I choose to forgive. I choose to engage. I choose to take action. I choose to use my voice for healing, and I choose to express the power of my intent through unconditional love. I am a co-creator of the dream of the planet and I choose to end the cycle of conditional love. Living with a quiet mind creates a state of pure bliss that comes from being entirely in the moment. Truly nothing matters because, but the present because that is the only place where life can express itself. This is a state that many of you have experienced in some point in your life, when you were completely engaged in the now. Now, can you remain calm and balanced when dealing with others, seeing them and yourself through the eyes of unconditional love, and consequently not be drawn into the drama of the party? When you become a master of self, when you can engage the dream of the planet and everyone in it without using sight of your authentic self, and while maintaining the awareness that every choice you make is your own. When you engage with the dream of the planet, with the awareness and the remembrance that it is only a dream, you're able to move freely liberated from chains of attachment and domestication. Unattachment is the action of taking something that is not part of you and then making it a part 
of your thought or emotional or energetic investment. In many ways, attachment to beliefs are far more destructive than attachments to external items because beliefs and ideas are much harder to spot and then let go of. Domestication is the system of controlling the dream of the planet. It is the way we learn unconditional love. Starting when we are very young, we are presented with either a reward or a punishment for adapting the belief and behaviors of others in the dream. The system of reward and punishment or domestication is used to control our behavior. The result of domestication is that many of us give up who we really are in exchange for who we think we should be. And consequently, we end up living a life that is not our own. Learning how to spot and release our domestication and reclaiming who we really are in the process is a hallmark of a master of self. Your beliefs now define you, and they will dictate your choices. You are no longer the master of your own self, as your domestication and your attachments are controlling you. Everyone and everything we see is a manifestation of God, and we intuitively do understand that the human journey is the process of the divine becoming aware of itself. Anytime guilt and shame are deployed as tools to provoke action, this actually counters any good that has been achieved. Eventually these negative elements will resurface in one way or another, as humans are the only animals on the planet that self-domesticate. Self-domestication is the act of accepting ourselves on the conditions that we live up to, the ideals we have adopted from others in the dream of the planet without ever considering if those ideas are what we truly want. The key difference is that with a preference, we come from a place of self-love and self-acceptance, whereas with domestication, we start from a place of shame, guilt, and not being enough. Now, a master of self is one who can look within and determine his or her true motive for those lost in the fog. God just happens to be the focus of devotion that religion is centered on. In other words, the beliefs and rituals of religion are more important than experiencing God in the present moment. Now this is the power of unhealthy attachment. At its core, domestication is a system of control and conditional love is its primary tool. Consequently, the moment you start to control others is the same moment that you place conditions on your love and your acceptance of them. When you self-domesticate, you're attempting to control your own actions based on shame, guilt, or perceived reward rather than unconditional love. In the Toltec tradition, the voice in your mind is referred to as the narrator, the one that speaks to you throughout the day. When you are self-domesticating, they say that the narrator is acting as a parasite, draining your energy through internal negative self-talk. The voice of the parasite uses your beliefs formed through domestication and attachment 
to hold power over you by placing conditions on your own self-love and self-acceptance. The parasite keeps you trapped in fog, unable to see the truth of who you really are and the potential that you do hold in your heart. When the voice shares commentary that inspires you to live, create, and love unconditionally, this is now constructive self-talk, and in Toltec tradition, they say that the narrator is now acting as an ally, helping you navigate the dream of the planet in a peaceful and a productive way. When the narrator is your ally, it points out the truth in every situation, reminding you that you are in control of the, your life and that you do have the ability to do make a positive difference in the world. And although the ally is still a reflection of the truth, it is what you do see in the mirror when the fog is cleared. A master of self recognizes the power of the word and knows that every single judgment the parasite utters can be transformed and used by the ally. Making the switch to do so is the unconditional self-love in action. While many people choose to listen and focus on the voice of the parasite, it is critical that you train your mind to see through the eyes of the ally, and there is no better place to do this than in your own personal story. True justice is paying for something once, and injustice is paying for something over and over again. Through self-forgiveness, you can stand up and start fresh. Self-forgiveness is always the key, and unconditional self-love gives you that opportunity. As a master of self, when I look into the eyes of other individuals, I see another authentic self, a beautiful expression of the divine. No matter where this person is in the process of awakening, I respect that his or hers intent is just as powerful as mine, and doing so is an act of unconditional love. If they do not agree to your demands, then they will receive the punishment of your judgment. Remember, every time you judge someone, you're punishing that person for not following agreements they never agreed to. If your response, on the other hand, is from conditional love, by definition shows the other person respect. And even if you ultimately disagree with their views or actions, mutual respect is the key that allows true peace to occur in the dream of the planet. This respect also allows everyone to experience the benefits and the consequences of their own choices and actions. When conditional love dominates the dream of the planet, any semblance of peace and harmony occurs through force. When one person or persons subjugate the will of the others, governments are famous for this type of behavior. And history is littered with examples of one group controlling another group through the belief that might makes right. I am responsible for what I say, but I am not responsible for what you hear. What really matters is our intention. When we come from a place of unconditional love, we can have the confidence that whatever action we take is the right one, and the outcome of any situation is beyond our control. Committing to act from a place of unconditional love eases this anxiety, as we know that our action and our actions after that 
are coming from a place that is true to our being. When you do look back and review the beliefs, the ideas and the conditions that you have tried to live up to, you often realize that the, their origin is in the domestication that you have experienced in the past. This can be a very troubling realization for some people, depending on the level of the subjugation you experienced growing up. If those in power inflicted their will on you via force or manipulation, and especially if the subjugation was harsh or even extreme, it can be very difficult and almost impossible in some cases to see them through the eyes of unconditional love. Repeating, no one else is responsible for your emotional reactions except you. Others can say and do anything they like, but what happens inside of you is only the result of what you are thinking and feeling. Consciously making different choices can be scary. You are leaving your tried and true safe zone and entering into the unknown. Being a master of self does not mean that you may not be afraid when you make a new choice. You absolutely may be, especially when the choice pushes the limits you have previously set for yourself and thereby moves you into a new place. But it's only in the realm of the unknown that the true transformation can happen when making a choice you know you need to make to evolve despite any sphere that arises is very different from allowing fear to dictate your choices. And this is a self-evident truth that often escapes people. The identity they assign you is based on their own domestication, attachments and agreements. As a master of self, you do recognize this and it allows you to respond to the projective of others, especially when doing so is helpful. This is shape-shifting, knowing that others project a mask onto you, even when you have decided to remove all of your masks, allows you to shape-shift with awareness and compassion to suit each situation. Seven billion people will see you in seven billion ways, and every one of those masks is a single person's understanding of who you are. Your awareness allows you to not believe any one of their projections because you do not need a mask in order to experience who you are. But you still do respect their perceptions of you and you choose to see each mask as a mirror that will reflect different aspects of you which you can either use to learn from or not. A shapeshifter is formless because life is formless. By being aware of the masks others project onto you is critical it is as equally as important to be conscious of when you are projecting masks onto others. When you project identities or roles onto others, you create a set of expectations for their behavior. Now, the fog of conditional love has crept back in to cloud your vision. Through the projection of this mask, you create an identity for this person in your mind, and then you judge him or her for not playing the part the way you want. If you are unaware, you can do this with your parents, children, friends, co-workers, or anyone, really. One of the greatest temptations you will face as you navigate the dream of the planet is to believe that any mask you wear is real. 
This is true regardless of whether or not someone else projected a mask onto you or if you've created the mask for yourself. A master of self sees the mask as a tool and uses this tool effectively when it is helpful to do so because she doesn't internalize the identity associated with any mask. She's able to remove it easily and return to her authentic self when the time for the mask is over. When you do live your life from a mindset of trust rather than a place of fear, the result is that you stop trying to control force people and situation that are happening around you and instead you surrender to whatever life brings. Now this doesn't mean you don't try to change things when it is within your power to do so. But as a master of self, you are adept at identifying the situations that are beyond your control and in those instances you trust and surrender to whatever the moment brings because you know you will receive exactly what you need because you no longer believe in the concept of scarcity. You know that the place for competition and opponents exists in games only, not in daily life. You no longer compare yourself to others, nor you see them as competitors. You simply do your best and your passion will be evident in your efforts. Success is the natural consequence of doing something you love to do. The idea that you are not enough is an ancient one and it has been postulated in myths and legends since the beginning of recorded history. I do find it amazing how many people in the dream of the planet have been domesticated into believing that they do have some sort of an inherent internal deficiency. And it is this belief that the parasite uses to take over your mind. You are more than enough. You are perfect and complete exactly as you are. You're not flawed, broken, or damaged, or irredeemable. Much of the suffering you have experienced is self-inflicted, and it can be traced back to believing this untruth. This feeling of unworthiness is the primary reason you withhold unconditional love for yourself. In the end, you do understand that you are unique in your experience of life because no one else knows life from your perception but you and it is liberating to become aware that you only control your own will and this knowledge allows you to enjoy everything you experience and do when you realize that there is no need to work so hard to be someone you think you should be because you are already perfectly yourself the I am is an experience of life, not a symbol or a model that you have to attain. In this way, the inner war is over again and again and again. As a master of self, peace reigns. For a master of self, this comes from forgiveness by letting go of any poison that you're holding on to. If you let that poison drown you, then you become part of the same cycle that has brought suffering into this world. To forgive the dream of the planet for the darkness is to forgive any place of darkness within ourselves. 
And there you have it. The master of self. Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share it too and spread the word. Leave a comment and share your thoughts. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. So buy it and read. Never stop learning, especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management and relationship management even further, do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. Thank you. Love and respect.